Hello, everyone, and welcome to another round of the UCR Roundtable. I am joined tonight by a wonderful set of women who have come to talk about the uh, landmark uh, decision of uh, Roe v. Wade. If you are uh, living under a rock, then you uh, you didn't know. You may that not Roe know that. Yeah. You may not know <laughs> that Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Overturned, and this will affect so many people, not just women, people with uteruses and mm -hmm. people without uteruses. This will affect and children that haven't been born yet. Children that haven't been born yet. The People adverse who, effect on the future generations is unbelievable. This is just just waves, just waves. It has. I can't even find the words right now. Honestly, I struggle with this one. Honestly, um, like what? What do you say? when there have been how many mass shootings in the past month? Well, in the, since January 1st, 278. Okay, mm -hmm. so in the last six months then. Six months, 278. Yeah, I think it's been 27 in the last month or something like that. <clears throat> and this is what we choose to do. Yes, you well, can, and, and, and they just gutted Miranda rights too. So, mm -hmm. you know. It's, so. <laughs> And they got its states' rights. So let's on Thursday before they Thursday of last week before they gutted o, Roe v. Wade, they got its states' rights by overturning a 100-year-old gun control statute in the state of New York. So let's not waste any more time. Let's go around and introduce everyone. I'm going to start to oh, well, everyone, bear with me here. Uh, you know, the, the fellas gave me control today, so <laughs> this is going to be real interesting, everyone. Let's I believe us. in you. <laughs> you can do it. They, right. they decided that this really needed to be women's voices, and we appreciate their trust. I appreciate <laughs> But they yeah. never let us run the show before, so <laughs> So, yes, let's give a big shout out to uh, all the men of uh, Uncensored Radio who decided to step back and give the, the, the females the show, the reins, because they decided this was uh, our chance to really speak up and just and really issue that needed female voices. They decided that this was our time to talk and that we were upset and angry, upset, angry, frustrated, all of the above, just, just check mark all the boxes because mm -hmm. there's just like a <laughs> lot of going on. So they said, here, girls, go for it. So bear with me as I introduce you to all these amazing women and try to run the show. All right. So I'm going to try to pass this off to Vera. Wish me luck. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm the oldest one on this panel, and I am sure I'm the only one here that was alive when Roe v. Wade happened. It was a landmark decision. It was amazing. People rejoiced. People were crying. It was, people were in the streets in celebration. But I was a little Catholic girl. I was 12 years old, and we were told we were all going to hell if we participated in any of that joy. And then several years later, it was still a wasteland. There was still no real access in 77. But one of my very best friends found themselves pregnant and uh, looked to me and said, I need your help. And all I could think of was, she needs my help. It doesn't matter what the church says. My friend needs my help. So that at the, was the moment when I became pro-choice. Um, this has been one of the foremost Republican wedge issues. And wedge issues are specifically used to divide and distract. In spite of the fact that this has been on the books for 50 years, very, very few states have been willing to codify it because of its wedge issue status. And that means that there are 13 states out there where abortion has overnight become unavailable to anyone. Um, 
and here we are. What can we do? How can we protect ourselves, our sisters, and our children? The millions of unwanted children that are going to be forced to be born and live in poverty or excruciating life circumstances with parents that resent them or foster care. This is so inhumane. And to call yourselves pro-life, how fucking dare you? You are not pro-life, you are pro-control. And we see it, we know who you are. Mm -hmm. All right, Absolutely. Vera is always, always my one of my favorite people to listen to. Uh, I know, Vera, I love listening to her. Uh, Vera also has the nurse aspect to offer to this. So that is well, also going to, well, yeah. I, I feel like that's important to add that's because we important. are going to get into the medical aspect of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, next, we are going to introduce Kristen. And I did figure oh. out how to do the solo. So oh, I, I don't know. Do I need that close up? I don't know that I need that close up. Do you want the close up? <laughs> I don't want the close up. The, the dog is trying to I'll get the close up right now. Um, I am 45, so I have uh, many also decades behind me. Um, I am married, and unfortunately, um, due to a man's uh, male gynecologist's um, rights over my own body, decided that I was not going to be allowed a medical abortion, a DNC, after a miscarriage. And with that right taken away from me, I, my husband and I were never allowed to have children. So because of that, um, there will never be a Colby. There will never be, um, my husband and will never be able to carry on his name. My husband is uh, quadriplegic. He has a terminal illness. He has ALS. Um, we aren't able to foster children. We aren't able to adopt children because of his disability. Um, trust me, I've looked into it. He's been diagnosed for 14 years. Um, I became pro-choice at a very young age. My grandmother was a neonatal nurse in Detroit, Michigan. And I'll never forget visiting her one summer and going with her to the hospital and seeing a little black child walking through the hospital and saying, why is she here, Grandma? And she goes, oh, honey, she was raped by her uncle. I said, but she's this, she's a little girl. And she goes, yep, she's 11 years old. And she was forced to have a baby because she was raped by her uncle. From that moment on, and I was, I had to have been under the age of 10. I knew it wasn't right. And I wasn't going to allow it to happen. And I come from a mother who was forced to have an illegal abortion. I come from a family of deep Republicans, which I loathe to the umpteenth. I got into a fight with my mother when the decision came out because her opinion is I'm pro-choice and, um, you know, people can just go other places to get an abortion. And I, I said to her, I said, that is the most entitled white woman answer I've ever heard in my fucking life. I have never heard a more entitled answer in my life because that's not the case. I said 13 states have automatically just overturned abortion rights. Five states have immediately made it illegal. And I said, what you're not understanding is the simplicity of whether or not you have a septic uterus, which has nothing to do with a pregnancy, to whether or not you needed a DNC like me, is considered an abortion. Now, whether or not you have an a, whether or not you have a aseptic uterus, which is not a pregnancy, or you choose to abort a baby, or you choose to, or you have a miscarriage or a stillbirth, or you have an atypic pregnancy, all those are considered medical abortions. And none of them are easy decisions. And the fact that we have a right-leaning, please read, religious evangelical Christians running our SCOTUS right now because 
the fundamental corporations paid for a narcissistic bigot zealot to get in to the presidency. Yeah, I know. A third of our SCOTUS, where what that was three majority of our votes of this voting boggles my mind. I my mind is blown. My mind is absolutely blown and I I I can't I can't be silent. I can't be silent. I hear you. I I'm hear you. I, let's let's take up oh, so let's take sorry. a moment to recognize that 67 percent 67 percent seven out of ten americans believe that roe v wade should be settled law that abortion abortion is a personal choice and a choice to be made between the woman and the doctor 70 percent mm -hmm. believe that this is settled law or believed before friday that this was settled law now the 30 percent that are anti-abortion have just overruled 70 percent this is not democracy mm -hmm. there is we are in crisis here mm -hmm. and we have been for quite some time that 30 percent of corporate interest and religious ring nuts is overruling the 70 percent of us that just want choice and happiness. Believe me, this is not a good day in this country. No. All right, I will go next. Uh, I am Katie. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's all right. That No, it was, it's fine. I'm Katie. Uh, I believe we've all met before. Uh, I am a mother of two. I'm a mother by choice. I am a mother of choice. I am privileged enough to have been able to make that choice. I am privileged enough to have been able to make the choice to have my tubes removed, to not have any more children. I am privileged enough to have a doctor that listened to me because I did not want to have any more children. I am privileged enough to have a doctor that listened to me when I said there was something really wrong when I was miscarrying back in 2018 because the doctor in the emergency room back in 2018 wasn't listening to me. And he sent me home because he didn't know what was wrong with me. He said, maybe you're miscarrying. I don't know. We'll see. Back in 2018, I had an ectopic pregnancy and it was almost missed. Now, if you watch that round table that we had before, you'll understand that ectopic pregnancy is the number one killer of women in the first trimester. Now, ectopic pregnancies are not viable. There is nothing viable about them. You cannot remove them and put them into the uterus like Ohio state legislators would like you to think. Mm -hmm. Because in 2019, they tried to pass a bill that says you must reimplant it into the uterus. It's impossible. These are things that will kill the mother. Okay? This this will kill people. This is going to kill people. And this is making me so furious because this almost killed me. So, if in a personal experience, ectopic pregnancies are rare. But they happen. They happen. And just because they're rare doesn't mean that we should not be scared for these people. Because in a lot of these states where abortions are being outlawed, ectopic pregnancies are not exceptions. And they should be. They're not. I watched a TikTok this morning where a woman came in with an ectopic pregnancy and the doctor had to consult with a lawyer first. Had to consult right. with a lawyer. Meanwhile, wow. She yeah. waited for nine hours, nine hours before she was treated. By the time she was treated, she had 600 cc's of blood. She bled out. And this is how people die. They bleed out because the ectopic ruptures. This is serious. This is dangerous. This is going to kill people. But people don't care. They do not care because you know what? 
God loves babies. No, God loves unborn babies, apparently. They don't care about the person carrying that baby. They don't care. They don't care. And let's be very specific with how we choose to label these people. They are not pro-life. They are forced to birth births. Mm -hmm. Okay? I want to be very specific. They are the oppressors. <laughs> I'll go one further. They are the oppressors. I just want to be very specific with how I label these people because I refuse to call them pro-life because that's not what they are. Mm -mm. Okay. Thank mm -hmm. you. <laughs> Dakota. If, wing nuts. <laughs> Dakota, if you are ready, girl, I'm going to give you your spotlight. Oh, geez. The lighting's horrible. I apologize. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So I'm Dakota. You I'm look 28. lovely. Thank you. Women supporting women. That's what we need. Um, I'm 28. I don't have any kids, but I, that's like my biggest dream is to be a mother, but I am pro-choice and I suffer with PCOS, which if you don't know, it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. So even like reproducing for me is going to be a challenge. And still, even with that, what other people choose to do with their body has nothing to do with me. I'm pro-choice through and through. I think all these exceptions, like, it, at the end of the day, it should be the person with the uterus, their choice to do what they want. There are so many different factors that can't even be contributed or taken into consideration with laws. Like, what about mental health? Women that are, should have no business being a parent and they, they're forced to have a baby because these laws aren't protecting them. Um, like, it's just, it makes me so mad. Like, and to, I've seen so many women on my Facebook, on TikTok supporting this. Where's our choice? Like, it's just, it's not fair. Let's start um, making a man do child support and healthcare at the time of conception. And yep. let's see how fast, let's see how fast uh, Roe v. Wade yeah. comes back. Or um, pay 50% of the medical bills. Um, yep. my favorite, my favorite thing that has come up lately is uh, vasectomies, how, uh, I've that, said that that, that's something that I also want to discuss. Reserve how, how is it that vasectomies are cheaper than, uh, getting your tubes tied or removed? Uh, they are, it's a less, it's less invasive. It's, um, it's an easier recovery. Yes. <laughs> Less risk. <laughs> There's less risk. And yet... More easily reversed. It's reversible. And yet men yes. push easily back... reversible. Men push back so hard. They push back so hard on getting these, these things. Not all men. Not all men. But a lot of them. Right. I mean, my decision to get my, my tubes removed was one that I made on my own. I was supported by my doctor. Uh, uh, my doctor is male. I made the choice to have a male gynecologist, and I, I love him. I think he is one of the best around. He has always been supportive of my decisions. He has always listened to me. My husband has been very supportive of all my decisions. He was supportive in my choice to not want to have any more children because I had very tough pregnancies. I was sick a lot. I was... Uh, I had very tough labors and I said, you know, I don't think I can do this anymore. I don't think I want any more children. I'm, I'm, you know, 35 years old. Um, <laughs> and I just, I think this is it for me. And he said, I respect that. It's your body. Let's, let's talk about, let's talk about birth control. Let's talk about what you want to do from here. So when I spoke to my doctor about it, he said, these are your choices of birth control. He offered me IUD. He offered me the pill. He, offered, he, he laid it all out. It was like a candy store of birth control. And I said, you know, kind of want something a little more permanent. What I didn't know was that a hysterectomy when you're pretty young is uh, not good for you. Uh, apparently. I didn't uh, tell you those things. Yeah, well, he did. He said, you know, going uh, into early menopause can be very bad for you. And I understand how that seems appealing to you to not have a period and not have to worry about that. But the the 
the negatives outweigh the positives, I promise you. And I'm not Long trying to talk about Yep, that's that was the main thing. And he goes, I promise you. And I have a I have a lot of history of ovarian cancer and cervical cancer, all of that in my family. And that is a big concern. That was one of the reasons why I did want the hysterectomy because I didn't want to worry about that. And he said, if it comes down to it, we will revisit this. I promise. But right now, you're too young, plain and simple. And I don't want this for you. But he was very open to removing my tubes. He's like, if you want to get rid of those tubes, let's, let's get rid of them. Let's do this. He was very open about me wanting permanent birth control. And I think that's great. And a lot of women who are young like me run into this problem. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have a younger fr friend who's younger than I am with more children who is very much done with having children and her doctor won't even consider it. Yeah, won't a lot of doctors it. don't. A lot mm -hmm. of doctors will not do sterilization on women or they say that, um, well, don't you want to wait until you talk to your husband yeah. or don't you want to wait till you're a little bit older and maybe you change your mind or not? No, no. Nope. Yeah. And my I've... ex best friend had four kids and um, she's like, I want my tubes tied. Her doctor wouldn't even prescribe her birth control. She had to go somewhere else to get birth control. And it's I, so hard for women to find someone to tie their tubes and but men can get like vasectomy so easy without a fight but it's always you know the woman or the person with the uterus like it's always our responsibility like absolutely but, but here's the thing roe v wade has being overturned has opened the door to contraceptives being off the table now it, yeah uh it's yeah in the, it's in the decision yep it's in the decision. They're coming for a whole bunch of things, including contraception, mm -hmm. including gay marriage. Yep. You know, interracial marriage. Interracial well, marriage. Oh, well, here's the thing. That's funny that you mentioned that, uh, you know, Justice Clarence Thomas, if you were paying attention, yeah. mentioned a whole lot of cases that he wanted to look at immediately. But loving wasn't one is, of them. Loving was not one of them. And folks, I just want to, you know, run run this by you very quickly. Loving was a landmark case that made interracial marriage acceptable. Clarence Thomas is in an interracial marriage. Clarence I think Thomas it's actually it interspecies marriage because I think his wife is a fuckwit, not a human. Clarence <laughs> Thomas's <laughs> wife was part of the insurrection. Clarence yes. Thomas is Clarence Thomas should be off of He's off of the Supreme justice. Court. Because don't tell me, well, don't tell me that his, don't tell me that he and his wife did not discuss Donald Trump and the insurrection in the privacy of their own home. Oh, absolutely. Don't not. even, don't, no, don't even get me yep. started. But yep. that's a big reason why Loving was not on the table for Clarence yeah. Thomas, because heaven forbid. Um, I just want to go back to the medical issues here. Absolutely. You mentioned atopic pregnancies. Mm -hmm. There are families with histories of birth defects that will not be able to terminate uh, a pregnancy because of birth defects. There are people with autoimmune diseases who are told that this medicine may help your autoimmune disease, but you should not consider it if you are pregnant or planning to be pregnant because the birth defects could be outlandish. Mm -hmm. You know, um, children with birth defects can die young. They can die in utero. They can live to be a hundred, you know, the differently abled people are not unwelcome, but it's a choice that needs to be made. Does the family have the resources to care for a differently abled child? Well, and that's, that's the, that's the further discussion is that, and I, and I speak from experience of my husband is terminally ill. My husband has ALS. So he has Medicare and he has a Medicaid waiver because he makes $100 too much money on social security having worked for, for 32 years for until he was 32 that um you know that's what he qualifies for medicare medicaid i'm sorry you you're asking these people with uteruses because let us not forget that trans men can have babies and intersex people can have babies so let yep. us not just say women yep i i, I Oh, absolutely. And I, I, uh, 
I understand that we default to women, women. So, but trans okay. people matter. I try to correct it. Yes. No, I try to correct it. I'm sorry. No, so as I, so I'm just saying in general, I'm saying for the, for the audience in general, let us no, like we, not we forget are. that for, in the audience in general, let us not forget that trans men and intersexual people can also have babies or get, or get, have hormonal pregnancies. Let's, mm -hmm let us not forget that, we, that yeah. mm -hmm. or as as Vera was saying have these have the possibilities of having to take these medications that uh, that allow these pregnancies that if you are now a state in which you cannot have an, a medical abortion you are now forced to have these children that if you are in a possibility of you are in a job where you have some sort of health care or health insurance or if we are now taking away the fundamental rights of, you know, because let's not forget the repercussions of everything that's coming after this, because part of the decisions in which that was made with Roe v. Wade was the 14th Amendment, which is the right to privacy. Right. Because that was brought up, now every decision that SCOTUS has made using the 14th Amendment can now be looked overturned. into and overturned there is going to be far-reaching repercussions for this when it comes to everything from medical to marriage so if we're talking um gay marriage if if a couple has chosen to not be married but they have a domestic partnership and they have all the legal requirements of a domestic partnership that could be null and void if we're talking about a gay marriage, that can be null and void. I have friends now running to attorneys to make sure they have everything in order for from power of attorney to their children mm -hmm. because they've adopted or they've because they've, you know, oh, oh, had children through, you know, uh, surrogates. The, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping over my words because I'm so. I know. But, I, and I actually want to like interrupt you for a second. Go get those estate documents done. Go get yeah, absolutely. Go get your power of attorney. Go get that living will. Go get that uh, power of attorney, living will. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, DNR. Trust. Yeah, a living. The yeah, DNR. Everything. Uh, a trust you don't necessarily need a trust it's a it's the power of attorney uh oh my god i do this every day for work and i cannot think of it right now it'll come uh, to you it will it'll come to me it's power of attorney uh the mm. but either way you need to go get it done because these it doesn't matter if you've been with this person for years yeah they will not let this person make medical decisions for you yes I mean, they'll they'll kick them Healthcare out. Healthcare proxy. Hospital. Healthcare proxy. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. Vera, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You need to have this all in writing because mm -hmm. they will go to your next of kin. They yeah. don't care. They mm -hmm. do not care. And it, I mean, there are people that are in, you know, trans relationships that, um, you know, their family's not acceptable, and they'll just dead name them. And mm -hmm. and yeah, we can't we handle that. Yeah, I mean, Lawrence versus Texas was 2003, and that is uh, consensual sex between the the same sex. Mm -hmm. Right. That was 2003. Like, I know. 2003. Like that seems like light years away, but it wasn't. Gay marriage. It wasn't. Gay marriage is recent. that just? Oh my god, that just popped up on my Facebook memories. That gay marriage just like it just passed, guys. Like that yeah. was. That was so recent. Like we yeah. we feel like that was just like ages ago, and it wasn't. And it nothing wasn't. is settled law now. And clearly, this, nothing these, is settled these law. Rulings last week, you know, the striking down the New York State law has turned these six justices. I don't say nine because I don't think three are participatory. Turned these six justices into a legislative body, and their agenda 
is regressive, repressive, and historic. They can go back as far as they want. They've proven it. They went back a mm -hmm. hundred years. You know, how far are they going to go back? And religious. Gonna I mean, we're going to go very far back. We're yes. Are they going to rescind the Emancipation Proclamation, kids? And a country that claims to be so for the people, you're not for the people. You're, you're no. for controlling the people, and we're fucking sick of it. And here's the thing. I mean, the, I, I keep having this argument with these Americans. No. Okay. Americans. <laughs> that you know well, this is the land of the free and opportunity and the bible says fuck your bible because the reason yes. the reason our founding fathers came here was because they were protestant and they ran away from the catholics that's the reason our founding fathers decided to come here and steal land from indigenous people right well, that's the reason our founding fathers came here and they decided to write this beautiful thing called the constitution because they keep coming back to the constitution and my mother kept coming up with this argument well i believe in the constitution and the amendments do you do you yeah do you even know what you the know? amendments are do you, do you are, is that what you believe in because if Tell you believe in that, then it was okay for an 18-year-old to go buy a gun and then that day 300 rounds and then go murder children mm -hmm. if you if, if that's what your belief but is the constitution doesn't guarantee the right for an 18 year old to buy a gun it doesn't guarantee the right for anyone to buy a gun but it, it guarantees the right of the citizens to organize a militia it also totally separation it also separates church and state yes and we are clearly not separating those two mm -mm. in yes. this group of and, nine justices you know, which six are men why are six men governing and why I mean, are six individuals who are I, who are clearly christian deciding when muslim it's okay to have an abortion judaism it's okay to have an abortion atheists it's okay to have an abortion hinduism it's okay to have an abortion every other religion it's okay to have an abortion in the book of genesis because, you know, Christians don't follow the entire Bible. It's just the parts no. that is okay and for them. They don't know the entire the parts Bible. They, they don't want. know the entire yeah. Constitution. In the book of Genesis, God says, I breathed life into Adam. Adam became when I breathed life into Adam. So when he took his first breath, Adam was a being. It well, wasn't until then. In the Catholic Church, they will not bury stillborn children because they have not taken their first breath therefore they have not been alive but yet the catholic church is insisting that every pregnancy be carried to term you know i just want to call a spade a spade here since we're talking about the supreme court amy connie barrett should be charged with treason oh absolutely and she's, and she's not even qualified to serve she's not and she was only put on that that court because of her religious beliefs. She is not qualified. Well, let's, let me get a little broader here and a little more conspiracy theorists here. Please. The six, the six right-wing justices were chosen by right-wing think tanks that are funded by oligarchs, by the Koch brothers, by a lots of different, oh, my hair's a mess, sorry. I just made it You worse. look gorgeous, you look gorgeous. <laughs> It's fabulous. Um, Go. So anyway, if you see the Heritage Society in anything, if yep. you see the Federalist Society in anything, you are talking about oligarch-funded right-wing uh, think tanks that have been put in place since the 70s to undermine the Constitution and stop and halt the spread of the middle class. They don't want nationwide prosperity. These men these billionaire oligarchs want a society where they have all the money and we have all the work and they're getting there every fucking day. Yep. And you know, what just kind of really fires me up. And this is something that I've seen all over Facebook lately. Oh, we shouldn't be celebrating the 4th of July this year because there's nothing to celebrate. You know, 
And I'm super excited that, you know, these uh, entitled white women are all angry now that they have something to be angry about. I've been angry since fucking 2016. Where the fuck have you been? I've been angry since Reagan. <laughs> right? I'm just saying. Like, I've been angry for years. Where the fuck have you been? You should have been angry a long time ago. I'm well, so pissed. I'm so fired up that they decided that now's the time that you're angry. Now, now is the time that you're angry. And this is when you've decided, mm, now that maybe this is inconveniencing me, this directly affects me, now I'm angry. Well, there's a couple of things that I want to talk about in this moment because I've heard so many people over the years say, you can't be a one-issue candidate. You know, Roe v. Wade, yes, I, I want it to to see it, but I also don't want taxes, or I also think that the Republicans will control inflation. It's like, well, um, Roe v. Wade and personal autonomy outweigh inflation. You know, we try to say it all the time. Mm -hmm. The president doesn't control inflation. You can't vote out inflation. Nope. You know, but you are voting out our civil liberties every time you vote for the repressive class Republican Party. Just gonna interrupt real quick, real quick. It isn't, <laughs> I just want, I'm gonna make some white women real angry right now. Ladies, Ooh. guess what? You're the ones that did this. Yes, because yes. yes you are. Because, oh, it is, because guess what? It isn't the black women that's been voting against their best interests. It isn't the women of color that's been voting against their best interests. It's you. Mm -hmm. It's you. Mm -hmm. It's you. And, you know, uh, I forgot what I was going to go with that. But it's true. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> one issue candidate. You know, the one issue has to be, do you support civil liberty? You know? Now, some people say civil liberty includes the right to carry guns. You know, and I'm willing to sacrifice on gun control to ensure speech, to ensure that the secular... Uh, constitution is not invaded by religion, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice gun control for other issues, you know, but I, I, you can't argue against one, you know, oh, well, I'm going to vote Republican because gas price is $7. Oh, know? my, my mother's excuse was because her bank account looked good. Mm -hmm. And then this is what you get. And I'm care. also she I'm also pissed care. off at the 110 million people that didn't bother to fucking vote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we've heard it on our show. Both parties are the same. Well, you know, there is corruption in both parties, but one party has a repressive, regressive agenda and one party doesn't. You know, absolutely. yes, you can find corruption anywhere. Oh, absolutely. You can find it in City Hall. You can find it on the fucking school board. Yep. You know? Oh, God, yes. I'm you not know? saying the Democrats are perfect. I'm not saying that at all. They're all assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's, here's the fact of the matter is less asshole than the other. We, oh, can't, we right. can't look at our politicians right now for leadership. We can't, for either party, we cannot look right now well, for our I, politicians for leadership. We need to look at the grassroots organizations specifically very specifically, we need to be looking and learning and amplifying. I don't disagree with you there at all. Voices. But I will say voting has to be a part no, of it. No, voting has to be done. It has to be a part voting of it. Voting has to be done. Stacey Abrams did not work her ass off right. in the state of Georgia to turn that ship blue. Right. To have some nut job come through there and freaking try and not turn it blue. Have we heard from her? Because I feel like she's yes. been quiet. But no, I've... she she actually did a live. Um, she um, actually did a live. Uh, a live. What sort I'm looking for? Uh, uh, did she do a live? Yes, oh well, I I was gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if she was quiet because she probably had a stroke because people just fucked up all the work she did. Yeah. <laughs> no, she and did a live do... fundraiser for all of her all of the. Um, for getting making sure to get out and where your oh, primaries were and making right. sure your voting was your, yeah voter yeah. suppression yep we yeah. need to make sure that young people are voting because young people vote progressively 
We need to make sure that that 110 million that decided to stay home have a reason to get out and vote. We need to make sure that they are informed. They're, it's accessible. Candidates. It's accessible for them to vote too. Yes. It's also accessible for them to vote. I mean, I live in Delaware where it's fairly progressive, oddly enough, although we've got a fucking nut job like Lauren Boebert freaking trying to bark up the tree. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever oh, fucking she... meet this woman in real life, I swear oh, to you. God, she cracks you. Oh, she cracks me up. She I just, promise you if I ever meet this woman in Delaware, I might <laughs> talk I about might. talk about treasonous against your own species, man. Yeah. Like we have one that's just like her in Delaware, and I will not give her the time of day to mention her name because she's that much of a fucking whack job. She's um, one of the young kids in Dakota's group called Pick Me Bitches. Yeah, I, I can't. I cannot. Fund it. Her. <laughs> it's true, though. She's a pick me bitch. She, I'm not a pick me bitch. I mean, we no, are we're i'm too old to know what that means i'll explain, I'll explain it to you off air honey we're progressive enough to have the first trans elected yes. official amazing that is amazing, amazing. but and she won by going door to door she did to each person she, and telling them what mattered she is a fucking rock star we need to and we're a safe state. So I, I want to reach out to everybody and say, you have a safe camping space here, free transportation, free food, cuddles with puppies, um, anybody that needs it. I am a free safe space. We're a safe haven here. You can come here. We are a safe state as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I extend that same invitation. I'm not. Stay away from Ohio. Keep, away, keep our fingers crossed that this regressive panel on the SCOTUS doesn't take away states' rights any further. They could do away with that soon. You should come visit Aunt Katie and Aunt Vera. We would love to see you. We yes, haven't yes. seen you in a while. Auntie Kristen yeah. hasn't seen you either. Mm -mm. Haven't seen you. So, I'll take a road trip with anybody if need be. Yes. And and I'll meet you halfway if need be. So mm -hmm. we've already made this discuss we've already had this discussion. I just I feel like we voting has got to happen. We need to Voting make it accessible for everybody. I mean, it's mm -hmm. pretty pathetic that those in um, in New Mexico that are indigenous had to go up to, what was it? I think like 350 miles for their, for their yes. polling location mm -hmm. on horseback to that, wow. well, single cars to drop off their polling. <laughs> things because that's how difficult it was or where everybody is supposed to be 88 every polling place is supposed to be 88 compliant when there is gentlemen having to carry people upstairs in georgia to vote mm -hmm. because not every polling place is 88 compliant or people are having to stand outside for hours on end because there's one polling person to and one polling in. place yeah and don't it, give them water. Don't give them no. Don't give them water because that's against the law. So vote.org will help you find your polling place. Look and up. don't forget. And don't forget. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Katie. Don't You're okay. Go go. That in Georgia, they you will be taken out of the registry. You have got to check every single time before a voting thing. Yes. Specifically in the state of Georgia, to make sure you are still registered to vote. Because in the state of Georgia, they have a clause that they can kick out the system and wipe the system clean, and they will specifically do it for black and brown voters. Mm -hmm. You have to re-register every single time and make sure you are wow. registered to vote. Yeah. I think vote.org helps you register to vote. I think yeah. it's find your polling places. Yeah, Vote.org will help you do a lot of things. It could look up your voting laws. Make sure that yeah. – uh, make sure these – because a lot of these voting laws, they, they – these people can't give you water. They can't give you food. It's mm -hmm. like these laws are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like I cannot believe I was reading some of these laws and they, they can't give you food. They can't give you water. If it's hot, you know, you make sure you have your own water. Make sure you have snacks if you're going to be standing in line. Uh, if you check your absentee voting rules, make sure yes. you're checking all of that. Check your er early voting rules. Check all of that. 
make sure you are registered. Make sure, if you're not registered, make sure you re-register, check your deadlines, make sure you know all that. Check, check your candidates, make sure you know who you're voting for. Mm -hmm. that, that's mm -hmm. most important. Make sure you know who you're yeah, voting for. They'll, they'll sell you some bullshit if they need to. I mean, Absolutely. they are politicians for a reason. I mean, there are. They are forced birth Democrats, too. Check and their, you check absolutely their power, you, check their stand. You absolutely and do not have to vote down party lines. I mean, yeah. yeah. Make sure you it, know, I, is this person forced birth? I mean, there were three justices that promised under oath that they would keep Roe oh, v. Yes. Wade. Roe v. Mm -hmm. Wade. And those three people voted against Roe v. Wade this week. They sure did. So, so keep that in mind. And I know there's been a lot of discussion about deleting your period apps. Uh, Stardust is an encrypted period app. So they will not sell your information. So if you need a period app to track your periods, make sure you are downloading Stardust. That is the only app right now, as far as I know, that is encrypted. So it is the only safe app as of right now but There's i'm going to keep my glow app because i can't get pregnant so i'm going to fuck up all the information i'm going to enter some really messed up shit just to screw everything up how crazy is that though that like people have to be scared of tracking their periods because they're scared that they're gonna get like in trouble like mm -hmm. do people not realize that this sounds like the end of the world like, it, is. it certainly it's, sounds like the end of America. It's insane. This is like, some George Orwell shit. Shit. And the fact that so many people are not concerned because it has nothing to do with them, it's going to have stuff to do with you. Wait, your turn's coming. Coming. Like, it's coming up. Yeah. Like it's it's <laughs> and just they're ridiculous. Coming for your Medicare and your Social Security. And they're coming for everything. They're coming for everything. Mm -hmm. They want us to work till we're dead. Everybody's fucked. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. It's not just people with uter uh, uteruses. It's everybody. Everybody's mm -hmm. time is going to come where something, one of their rights or a lot of their rights are going to get ripped away from them. And there's, it's time to fucking stand up and do something. I encourage all our uh, allies that don't have periods or can't get periods. I encourage you to download the apps that do not have the encryption and just mess it all up. Mess it up. <laughs> mess it up, baby. Just maybe you had a period one week. Maybe you had three. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you spotted the next week. Then maybe you had a really heavy one the week after. Then maybe you got pregnant, miscarried, throw an abortion in there somewhere. You know, just like really screw it up. Go crazy. Really screw it up. Fuck these people's world up. And then when they come for you, you'll be like, I don't even have a uterus, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Well, that is a great action step, but I got lots of action steps. All right. <laughs> I know Kristen and Vera have some good action steps, so I'm going to throw it to those two. Yeah. I'm going to take, I'm I'm gonna take Dakota and I steps. out of this so that you two can do it. Steps, and then okay. I'm going to let Kristen give you the organizations because her list is far more comprehensive than mine. First and foremost, vote. Get out there. Make sure you're registered. Vote. We just covered that. Second. You need to donate because people are going to need to know how to find these camping trips. And there are organizations out there that will help them. But they need resources. They need money for gas to help somebody buy a bus ticket. They need money to help the people find these camping trips. Okay? You need to support reproductive justice organizations. And I know that Kristen's list is far more comprehensive than mine. And we need to speak up. We need to call our representatives and we need them to know that we are mad as hell and we aren't going to take it. Kristen? I just want to add really quick, because you said the representatives, resist bot spams the hell out of the representatives. And it's a really like idiot proof way to do it. Resist yeah. bot. Just, just go for it. Okay. okay there you go. <laughs> so I just want to say that um, I do, I donate to uh, Planned Parenthood every single month. It's a re constant uh, thing. Right now they have plenty of money. So you need to start donating to where it's going to matter. And what you need to realize that disproportionately more than anybody, black and brown individuals 
more than anybody are going to be affected by this ruling and they're doing it on purpose because they are purposely trying to keep these people poor and in check. I mean, they basically wrote it out for them and for us all to read in their decision. All we had to do was look and read. Um, really good organizations for you to donate are uh, Sister Song underscore W uh, O C. Um, they're at Sister Song underscore W O C. Um, at Black Doula Project, at Black B L K Women's Health, at Black Mamas Matter, at Mama Tutu Village, at Black Women's R J. And these are all uh, via Black Women's Radicals, these uh, sites you can find. There's also Indigenous Women Rising. There's Maria's uh, Posafund.org and NMRCRC.org. Those are all great um, funds for you to go to. There's also the Sex Workers Project. Let's not forget that sex work is also um, chosen work. It's... Uh, Way for them, way for people to make a living because there is not a livable wage in the United States. Don't also get me started about that. Black authors that people need to start listening to. Octavia E. Butler told us a very long time ago in the parable of sour and the parable of talents, way before the Handmaid's Tale, what was going to happen. Nobody decided to listen to black authors. Read those two books. If you thought the Handmaid's Tale was like, the outline that was black authors told you a long time ago you just needed to start listening black educators that i think you could really benefit from and listen to and learn from if you're on instagram um according to wheeze is a great one uh louisa duran there is uh maisha hall or maisha hill i'm sorry check your privilege she's fantastic she just wrote a book um, currently right now on Amazon, the number one book is white fragility. Let's not forget that was written by a white author. We do not need to be supporting a white author about white fragility when this topic has been taught to us for decades by black women and we've refused to listen. Uh, so let's go into our anti-blackness and, and start listening to our, women of color who have been teaching us for decades and amplify their voices. Um, the anti-racist business book by uh, Trudell uh, LeBron is a great book. Hill Your Way Forward by uh, Maisha uh, Hill. She just brought that book out. Um, I'm waiting for my copy to come out. Um, she's Check Your Privilege on um, Instagram. Um, the Ultra Within is I am Julie Diaz, Juliet Diaz. Humanity Archive is the Humanity Archive on um, Instagram. And Are We Free Yet is by Tina Strawn Life. Um, these are all uh, BIPOC books that I think are really important for us to be, get very, color, very uncomfortable in our whiteness because Right now, for white women, since we are 49% of the population, it's what we need to get uncomfortable with because, unfortunately, no matter our financial situations, we're already given privilege. And I don't care if you are in the Bayou of Mississippi or you are in the hills of Hollywood. If you are a white woman, you automatically have a step forward. It may not be fair for me to say that to the women that are in the Bayou of Mississippi and are like, I don't have anything. I work my butt off. I work two jobs full time. I take care of my husband who is terminally ill. We live in a 900 square foot home. I get it. I have the privilege to work. I have the health. I have the privilege that I'm able to work. I get comfortable, uncomfortable in my whiteness every day because I choose to, and we all need to make that choice. 
because it is the only way that we are going to save ourselves from what has happened this week. Because if we don't start getting uncomfortable and we don't start taking action, we are going to kill off the generations behind us. I'm 45 years old. It's too late for me to have children. I can't have foster children. I can't adopt children because of my husband's situation, because of our situation. I can't. There's 400,000 children in our foster care system. And Amy Coney Barrett decided we needed to repopulate. Who? Where? What? We need to, we need to age out, we need to age these kids out of the system to the point where they age out of the system and then they turn to that sex work mm-hmm. because they've aged out of that system and they can't support themselves. They have no or they money. turn to crime. Or they turn okay. to crime. You're turning you're you're asking these people to have children that in 10 years time we are going to have a homeless population and a foster care system that well reaches over a million people because you're forcing these people with uteruses to have children. You're forcing rape victims to relive their trauma. You're forcing incest victims to relive their trauma. You're forcing women who have had stillbirths to relive their trauma of losing their child. You're forcing women, let's say Katie still had her tubes, who have chosen to be mothers, and let's say she has an atopic pregnancy, to make the choice of dying and leaving her children motherless, or what? Mm -hmm. Those two children not matter? Exactly. Do those children not matter? Do the children that are already home and have a mother not matter over the child who is unviable and unsavable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't care. They care about the unborn, which in reality, it has nothing to do with that. It's all about control. And there's and so many that, people want... Oh, sorry, Vera. No, go ahead. People, gonna... like so many people that do adopt, and I'm not saying there aren't people out there that won't adopt an older child or foster an older child, but primarily people want a baby or a younger child. And then these older children get set to the wayside, like, and like you said, like grow up and like commit crimes because they're in the system and they feel like nobody cares about them. But every, they, you know, these politicians declare that declare they're so pro-life. No, you're not. You're pro controlling people. Like let's not not forget that last week, another heinous decision that these six, assholes made was to fund use public funds for private education thereby breaking our education system even further this will directly impact poor neighborhoods poor school systems this is going to take much needed funds away from them and funnel it into private education where these kids are groomed and indoctrinated in this christian fascist hate Mm -hmm. i just want to close this up today by saying that the real pro-life people, the pro-choice people, the real pro-life policies would be, because if it was actually, actually about pro-life, because it's if it was actually about pro-life, if it was actually about that, because it was never about pro-life. It's no. never. If it was, there would be accessible birth control and sex education. There would never ever ever be just abstinent only sex education because that that is where the highest rate of teenage pregnancy is the lowest rate is is where the lowest rate is in colorado where they their marijuana taxation has funded birth free birth control for anyone Mm -hmm. Wow. pro-life is paid paid uh parental leave Pro-life is universal health care, which includes abortion. Pro-life is affordable child care. Yep. Pro-life is reproduction freedom. Pro-life 
that's not what these forced birthers are. Not at all. It was never about the babies. Never. If it was, they would make it so these babies could actually live. Mm -hmm. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been amazing. And we could talk about this for hours. And we have just barely scratched the surface. Barely, 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 barely. Until next time, folks, we will catch you next time. See Take ya. your action steps. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to check out all the resources that we have given you. Stardust app. Stardust app if you are going for the encrypted period app. And if you do not have a uterus, if you do not get a period, make sure you are downloading all those apps that, <laughs> do, are track. Gonna, that do track it. <laughs> Mess it up. Fuck it up, people. Fuck it up. We'll see you later. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.